This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, hey, y'all. Hey, hey, y'all. This one is explicit. Jessica, Elsa, come here. We're back. La 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 la. La 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 la. La 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 la. Have you ever looked at our reviews on iTunes? Um, I did because I signed up for my. I know because I signed up for my podcast reviews. Oh, well, I didn't know that they had that, and I just found them the other day, and I kind of wanted to do shout-outs and say thank you. Yeah, yeah, we just, okay, cool, because we do get an, e- we get an email now for whenever anybody sends a review, we, we get an email, and I was wondering. Who's we? I don't get that Oh, email. you don't get the we? <laughs> no. I'm going to have to sign up for that. Okay. No, no, no. Well, I can send it to you because um, Daniel Lewis from the Audacity to Podcast has my podcast reviews. And it's really great because you sign up for his service. It's a paid service. Mm-hmm. You sign up for oh. it. And, um, and then it's- what happens is like it grabs all of your past reviews and then it sends them to you via email. And then it will give you either you can set it to whatever you want, either a weekly or daily or, you know, if you're obsessive or whatever, you know, or whenever one comes in and it'll just send you uh, an email with the review in it. And what's really lovely about that is that you can copy and paste. Hello, because you can't do that in iTunes. That's the most annoying thing ever. Right. You cannot copy right. and paste I'm anything. I'm up for that. That looks pretty good, actually. Yeah, it's a really Thanks. great little... So Thanks thank for you. the tip. Thanks for the tip. I know. So we did just get a, a new one. We, yeah, um, we got a new one from um, Dakia. Dakia, yeah, she did. And she says she feels like an added friend in the room. Thank you. Um, but, That's you know, I also... I wanted to know if you... On February 9th, we got one by Patrick Big Seance. Yeah, Patrick from the Big Seance podcast. He's awesome. Love he him. He threw up in his mouth listening to us he says <laughs> he says okay so i may or may not have almost thrown up in my mouth a little due to some of the lady biz in one of the episodes but i survived <laughs> and i'm totally assuming i'm stronger after hearing it i love this podcast i think i'd love anything else you produced and um jessica is hilarious thank you for that patrick is a he's very very sweet he's a sweet sweet man as you can see <laughs> so. yeah yeah so yeah, we do have some really good ones like that. Um, and I, I love the ones that, um, are so personal like that because it's just, cause you know that they've listened to you for real. Yeah. Yeah. For real, yo. Um, yeah. So anyway, so I just want to say thank you. Thank you to Marisa, Dr. Rachel, Creative Yarn Entrepreneur. Is that Heather? No. Um, Erica, I think that's Erica Learmark, Esprit. Um, Lisa Tella and Linda Jones and Addie Saucedo and Vivi Carrasco. Anyway, um, I just want to read some of their names and say thank you. Sheila Butler, um, C. Harris, um, Jessica Rhodes, Kick-Ass Coach Julie, Tina Pettis, uh, Lisa Byrne, Giselle. So thank you. Um, if I didn't read your name, it's probably because I don't understand what your handle is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's it's been really nice to hear to hear all of that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, it's, it's very I very just sweet. Realized. Thank you. So okay, I, so, moving on. Okay, moving on. No, so I have a really great big passion right now. Not passion. I'm a little fired up about a, a possibility uh, of clamor. And this is C L A M M R. And mm-hmm. I remember, you know, you talked to me about it, whether or not you should have a channel on clamor. And just to recap really, really quickly, clamor is being um, described sort of like the Instagram of audio. Uh, I mean, the audio. The audio and Instagram, is that how you would say it? Or like the Twitter of audio, that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's very, very short. You have 17 seconds of audio Mm -hmm. to play. Okay, 17 seconds. That's not a lot. No, it's 17 seconds of Mm -hmm. audio. And so I remember you were talking to me about that, and I was just thinking like, what the... How are you going to, because I could see how. You were like, not worth your time, next. Exactly. That's exactly what I said, because I just thought, here's the thing, Jess, you are 
amazing at like being able to capture 17 seconds of something that you say is like, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Now the thing is that somebody has to sit there and cut those 17 seconds out and who has time for that? And make a feed. Yeah. And then add it. Well, you can record it right into Clamor, but you, you have to know what brilliant thing you're going to say. Exactly. Exactly. And then you're you're That's very all. good at off-the-cuff stuff, right? And 17 seconds is, again, it's really not a lot of time. So this this here's, here's the thing. So there are people that are doing this, and it sounds amazing as a way to kind of promote. You know how people are making those, audio, those videos on YouTube that are yeah. like just for their latest episode or even SoundCloud, little SoundCloud advertisements that are only for that. I think Glamour is perfect for that. The thing is, though, you have to get just the 17 seconds and you can Mm -hmm. like, you know, you can add audio from somewhere else. And I see how brilliant that would be. I Mm -hmm. immediately started to think like, how cool would it be to do a sh- an actual, you know how I've been wanting to do another show as you have, I was Mm -hmm. thinking how awesome would it be to just completely distill my show to 17 seconds? everything I want to say to 17 seconds and either headlines because I've been really, no, because I was really thinking about doing like news items. And a lot of the time I get like, I'm reading news items about podcasting and I'm like, this is the best. Like I, that's the way that I, like I put it on She Podcasts all the time. Every time I I, I bump into a new uh, article that I think is awesome, I'll just put it up there and I say like, why would I not just record a clamor about this and then have a link and link it out. And it would be like a news item feed for podcasting. The stuff that I love, the Elsie loves things because people are telling me that I do, I give really great podcast reviews and I'm telling people about the things that I love all the time. And I think it would be great for 17 seconds. I'm not going to do all of it. I could just say like, this is the latest thing that I just found that is super cool. Check this out. Yeah. You know, in 17 seconds, I think that's awesome. Now here's the problem. I tried using the app. Um, and so in order to be 17 seconds and crisp, I figure I'm going to have to script this because if I don't script it, I'm going to be like, uh, and shit, you know what I mean? And it's 17 seconds. I'm like, I have to script it. I have to make sure I hit these points. And so I wrote it down and I wrote it down into my notes app and I thought I'll record it on the phone and I'll just open the notes app and record. It turns out that you have to record. You the the app does not run in the background. So, if you move away no. from Clamor, you're done recording, you're done. which mm-hmm. was lame. And then I thought, okay, well then I'll record it and I'll just import it. I'll put all these little bits and pieces of audio into Dropbox, and then I will yeah, grab them. You can import from Dropbox. No, you can't. Wait, wait, wait. That's you can what import I import from SoundCloud. You can import from SoundCloud. You can import from your iTunes library. Yes, that's it. But it's annoying because I don't use iTunes library. Like I don't sync it because there's two. Because I have issues with memory on my computer. The one playlist though. Ugh, but it's just not. It's too. That that to me is just way That's too annoying. much work. It's annoying because I, I don't use iTunes at all in my workflow. I, I use Google Drive. I use Dropbox. Um, Why not make a separate Clamor SoundCloud? Because then I'm going to run out of SoundCloud. I already have a SoundCloud account, but I guess Maybe 17 seconds. One. Yeah, but that's just so annoying. But yeah, you're right. Maybe that'll be a double. But still, I just thought the possibilities are amazing. And I'm kind of bummed out that I can't just pull audio whenever I wanted to do it. Because even yeah. if we wanted to do a little, like I wanted to do a little a little promotion for each of our episodes, I thought that would be awesome. Yeah, yes, right. You know, and even just do a little clip of a conversation in mid-conversation, we could just put that in there. But how do I put it in there? Like what, what, would, the, what would be the workflow? Right. We would you'd have go, to edit the piece. Right. Well, you'd have to, while we're recording, so right now we're recording, you'd have to, you'd have to know the time, write down the write time. Write down the time so that'll save us some prop, some time. Right. Yeah. Some editing. Right. And then write down, right, write down when it's over and then go back in, slice the piece, upload it to SoundCloud. And then you have to pull it in from Glamour. Right. That would be the work. It's anno- I mean, it's kind of annoying, yeah. but otherwise, I mean, cause you and I can't both talk into Glamour at the same time. That's no, never going to happen. No. Um, so 
I mean, how are these, how do you think the people, so like if you go on Clamor, they're like, for example, there's like a comedy channel or whatever. And like, I see like WTF with Mark Mary. You think his editor is just doing it? I don't know. And that's, that's what I'm trying to figure out. How are these people getting their stuff on there? Because then there's like people like, okay, cause I started to listen to Dave Jackson's Clamor cause he talked about it in his latest episode uh, as well. Not latest, actually okay. a couple of episodes ago. Right. And I listened to his stuff and he has stuff like where he, he's pulled stuff from his podcasts. He has pulled stuff from somebody else's podcast. He has mm-hmm. also, um, I think two other podcasts he has pulled stuff from. How did he do that? I mean, he must have added it to the workflow, right? But the, it's like not worth my time if it's so hard, unless you are kind of re clamoring, like retweeting or something. <laughs> I don't know. And, you know, he, yeah. he interviewed the guy from Clamor who was at NMX. Well, this is what I'm saying. Like, I wish I would have known because I would have gone talk to the guy, but I was too busy talking to our people. But he said that um, you can use Clamor as a way to get your audio feedback from people. So let's say somebody has something to say to She Podcasts about an episode, let's say today, then you can go into your Clamor and you can just Clamor it and just say it in clamor and then we can pull that audio for ourselves and put it on the show but then at the same time other people are listening to clamors so yeah that's cool but it's still 17 seconds you have to be to to say your your whatever in 17 seconds <laughs> yeah you have to know what genius you can slide out in 17 seconds yes and the reason that i started to come into this is because people are listening to them like um, the, the stats are pretty good. Like people are listening to all the clamors and what happens is you can catch up. And especially I see it as a really wonderful thing for news items. Be- that's exactly. why it gave me the idea because then you can just get headlines through the day. If you, uh, you know, really just subscribe to somebody's, uh, tech, that's like, of course, that's the first thing I went to see is tech news. And it's really easy because all it is is headlines. And so people just read the headline, and then if you're more interested, then you can tap onto the little clamor, and then it gives you a link to go read the rest of the article. And what people have been doing, too, is they've been reading, like, the first paragraph of their blog post for their Mm -hmm. website. And I thought that was awesome. But then you would still have to write. (laughs) So I'm like, and then some people have been doing 17 seconds after 17 seconds after 17 seconds. So if somebody's listening to your channel, you'll get the whole thing if you just keep listening. Does that make sense? Another part that's annoying now that I'm thinking about the workflow is that there's no online clamor. So even if you do this workflow where you, let's say, because I'm doing a solo, I'm about to do a solo show. I out what 17 seconds I'm the most brilliant. Yes. I pull it out. I upload it to SoundCloud. I then have to pick up my phone and add it manually to Clamor. Unless there, because there's, I don't see that it will naturally pull in a feed. No, it, it doesn't. It just says, no, you have to go in and go, okay, here, let me find my thing in SoundCloud and add it right away. Yep. Like, so it's almost better to do it on the fly when you think of it. If you exactly. have a quick rant. Exactly. And see, the first clamor that I put up there was um, Randy broke ground, so to speak, on our, he's starting to build my studio slash deck out in the front. And so I took a picture of it and I just said, is hey. It goat, is it goat free? It's goat free. Okay, just it's goat free. And so, but it's really great because that way we have it, we, you know, I took a picture and I just said it. It's like a sentence of, of what's happening. And yeah. I just thought it would be really great to keep, uh, to kind of mention things like that and add to it as, as people know what I'm doing up there and then have a picture that goes along with it. I think it's awesome. So, but it was still really challenging because then you still have to take a picture. I mean, if you want to, you can have a, a static picture for everything, but the possibilities are there is all I'm saying. The possibilities for, for something, for a piece of audio to get listened to a lot. And to get comments because it goes into Twitter as well. And listening to 17 seconds on Twitter is great. Listening to 90 minutes of an episode, not so much. Well, so you're invested in it. Exactly. But the for 17 people more invested. But, but how cool would it be to have bits and pieces of She Podcasts episodes coming into the She Podcast Twitter feed via Clamor? Wouldn't that be awesome? But then I'm thinking yeah. like, oh, great. Now I have to open two Clamors because. Well, and then, and you can't really. Right. You'd have to log out and log in. They, that's what there's I'm saying. No, yeah. Yes. No so then it'll be two clamors. Totally. 
and that would be annoying. And so then, ha- it, so th- it all became like all the things that I wish that I could have done was like, oh man, the possibilities of this is so great. And then some people are doing really awesome stuff. That's why I got so excited because I went in there and I'm like, oh, I can do this. I can totally do this. But yeah. how? Are, what's their workflow? Like, how are they pulling all that audio in there? Are they just randomly like? not thinking about it and just pulling any piece of audio for 19 seconds or 17 seconds in there. I don't know. But ladies, you guys should go in there. You guys go in there, check out Clamor because we told you to, and just kind of listen, listen to some of the Clamors in there, listen to the possibilities, see if there's something that you feel that would be really cool. And I did record, I found it, um, a little bit, uh, hard because it's not, again, it's not pulling the audio from anywhere else. And what's really weird about this whole thing is that it has sounds. Clamor has sound bites and things. Yeah. Like, and you can add layers. You can edit yeah, yeah, your yeah. clamors. So then yeah. I'm thinking, okay, so you are letting us use things like a clapping sound or, you know, a cowbell. <laughs> Or something like that for 17 seconds of audio and you can layer the audio because you can pull different, like you can add more beats, uh, bits and pieces of audio to that and make it a, a really riveting 17 seconds within the app. But you can't pull any of that audio from like Dropbox or Google Drive, which is kind of, or from a okay. URL. It must be preloaded. Yeah, it must be preloaded and it has to be in your eye. So anyway, I think the possibilities are there, but right now I'm, I was just left like, oh, everything has to be done in the app. So I don't know. Yeah, everything. Everything has to be done in the app. Everything. Um, yeah. So anyway, that was Glamour. So you guys check it out. I just thought I'd let you know because it really excited me. I think the possibilities for that is great. And I might just do in my, an, entire, an entire new podcast on Glamour. Yeah. Just 17 seconds. Seventeen seconds. It, it takes. And by the, the way, if if you never want to work again, there's a new app called Dub Smash. <laughs> I know. I and saw I, it. Um, I'm so distracted by it. Speaking of sound bites, yeah. Anyway, you, you that's have, all I'm gonna say. Just, that's all. Just yeah. Look at it. Go look at it. We'll put a, a link in the show notes for that. So, um, so here's another conversation that I've been seeing a lot in the She Podcast group. Like a lot, a lot is uh, and between us in all honesty, is about getting sick of your show. Like when you're kind of done with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not that you're sick of podcasting, but that you're sick of your show. No. Like it's sort of like, okay, I've done what I needed to do here. It's sort of like when you move, I, I started to think about that. You know, how many things do you do for years and years and years? Usually Me, we, nothing. we graduate to other things, right? I don't right? think I've ever had a job longer than two years, to be honest. Yeah, because you have the 40, the 40 and 40. 40 <laughs> that's right, 40 jobs in 40 years. Actually, I worked at Subaru for two years, and I've had my own business for 10. But, I mean, I was your a graphic designer for five, and then yep. I moved to social media consultant and designer. Right. That's and, what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you haven't really stuck. I mean, I'm not, and then and that's the thing. It's like a lot of us, there are some of us who are really great at sticking to things or like, you know, for years, like you can just be at a job for the rest of your life and you're fine with that. And that's awesome. But there's a lot of us who have a lot of really interesting things that keep coming into our minds. And I really want to step into this now. And for some reason it feels, um, you know, when you step into your, your podcast, right, you, you work so hard to get it launched and you start to do it and whatever that is, you know, it's like a relationship. Like it maybe fizzles out or you can't just, you feel like you need to take it to a, just another level in some way. What do you do? Like, it feels weird to just break up with your podcast, doesn't it? I think so. But yeah. still though, you shouldn't stay if you're not happy anymore. <laughs> I mean. Cause I know this is a, I know this is a question you've been asking for a long time. Such a hard thing. Well, I'm struggling with a couple different things. The first one is that I know people aren't, I know other people aren't sick of my show. Like I know other people, I'm still getting feedback about how good the older episodes are and the ones that I'm still putting out. And so I feel like I always have, and like you should, if you're a good podcaster, I feel an allegiance to my listeners on some level. And, and I mean, if you want to con- if you want to compare this to dating, it's kind of like having an allegiance to your in-laws, right? Yes. You're married to your show and totally. the people that come along with that show. Right. So I, I am, I do feel married to it and I don't want to divorce, 
but I don't really even want a separation. I think I just want to change the terms of the marital agreement. Uh-huh. Because, but if I could quit it altogether, I probably would. It's just that, you know, like yesterday, I was thinking that, and then yesterday I had this really great interview, and it totally jazzed me. And it makes me not necessarily want to quit. But but when I see the pitches, I groan. And so I may have to change it so that I'm not being pitched. I may have to change it so that I'm only putting on an interview when I find somebody that I am peeing my pants to interview. I, I may, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that I, instead of filling a quota of two a week, that I think is what I'm done with is filling of the quota. I think if I want to, and then also I had some rules, like because I was trying to, you know, the mission of the show was to showcase women entrepreneurs. I wouldn't have anybody on twice, but now I think, you know, if like, if I wanted to have you back on again, I would, or if right. I want to have someone else, you know, Mari Smith, you know, I can, I can do what I want because it's my flipping show. Right. Exactly. Um, and I know that, um, not that I can, you know, I know my show is different for the entrepreneur fire, but he's had people on more than once, but he also has a show every day. I don't have a show every day. So, I mean, you got to fill the content. I don't want to just fill content anymore. I, I can't do it anymore because what happens is you end up interviewing the same people over and over just in a different, like alien skin. And I, and I can't do that anymore. And also I feel like I've gotten to a point where not that I was afraid for going after big guests because I, I'm not, and I never have been, but I, I would, I have stopped for a little while because I was getting so many pitches that I didn't need to go after bigger guests. And then it, it almost makes you lazy and compliant. And I would rather just go after people I want to talk to or someone that I want to showcase rather than whoever on my show evaluate whether or not they're good enough. I just feel shitty doing that now. Yeah. If that makes sense. You know, um, it's funny. Uh, someone posted something yesterday on Facebook and this is sort of like the, my state of mind just in general, um, even though I haven't said anything about it. And it's, it, it happened out of nowhere. I've been this way, this gung-ho online entrepreneur for like a really long time. And then I had the baby. And then all of a sudden, I don't have that drive anymore. And so this is what she posted yesterday. She's not a podcaster, so it doesn't matter who it is. But she's on a trip. And she wrote, the number one thing I've learned on this trip is already radically transforming how I work and live. There's so much more to life than launches, looking good, getting along with other businesses, JVs, strategy, list building, and having a six-figure business. I wish all of us as a community would stop acting like it is, yo. Can we all stop pretending it's the most important thing, please? Can we all start judging ourselves and our worth by how we stack up to other people? What are we even doing here? And... And she, and that's kind of like, I had the baby and all of a sudden I just started evaluating everything. Like, why am I gunning so hard to like, what am I gunning so hard to do as like an online what (laughs) consultant, helping other consultants, helping other consultants. Like it doesn't make any sense to me anymore all of a sudden. And that's why I'm struggling. I think the most with my show. Right. Because all of a sudden the whole concept of entrepreneurism and what I was showcasing doesn't make sense to me anymore. Oh my God, are you, are you coming to my side of my, of the world now? <laughs> Am I turning into you seriously? Know, no, cause see, this is the reason that I oh, love I to I have, have to prices. No, <laughs> no, but the reason that I love the podcasting space so much too, is just because you get an opportunity to have these conversations. And I keep saying that, and it's about, it's about an extra layer, right? Cause you get an opportunity to discuss this. You get an opportunity to change your mind. You have an opportunity to say why you're changing your mind so that it's not like these are the steps that you take and then you will forever do this, you know, because that's not the way podcasting works. And so what I say to you is like, you could rebrand it the way that you want to rebrand it for, you know, for Elsie's yoga class. I, I'm not, I'm not done with it. It's not that I'm sick of it. It's just that I, I honestly need space because I have to take care of myself and, and, and my voice. I still have that need to teach people and and I get very passionate about people understanding themselves and their bodies. It's really a huge, huge thing that drives me every day because it's so much part of your life. And it is part of your life. That does matter to me. The thing is, though, I can't responsibly do that at this moment when I'm not at my optimal as a, as an instru- as a teacher, as a guide. 
So I have to take care of myself. So I have to take a step back so that I can offer the best of me when I put that on there. And I know that what it, what it is, is what it is. It's classes. You can do them over and over and over again. They're, it's evergreen. So you don't really need to hear from me. You can, even I don't need to hear from me. I mean, I heard one of my classes and I was like, wow, I said that. That was really cool. Like I teach myself and I don't even know what I said. So, and then it's like, so it, it's, it, it just happens in the moment. And so for you, it's, you just have to, that's what's so fun about this whole medium. You can create whatever you want and you can have these conversations. Like the passion that you had right now when you were talking about this stuff is what people need to hear. That's what counts. That doesn't come across when you're writing a blog post. Uh, I don't think you connect with people, uh, you know, as they are listening to us speak in the same way because you don't get the the meaning. You don't get the truth behind it. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and so Katie, and then I'm, I'm just bringing her out uh, right now, Katie from Brain Burps about books, um, which she has the cutest little, uh, like little jingle to go into. It's just the cutest thing ever. It's like, oh, Katie. Katie. Anyway, you, you have to listen to, to listen to that. But <laughs> she's been, you know, she's in, an amazing, uh, how would I even say it? Like she's a, a great online entrepreneur w- that does a lot of fantastic content. She's super smart. She's got a great personality. She knows exactly what she's doing. She knows how to market her stuff. She knows how to sell her stuff. She uh, like all the multi layers are, are there for that, but she's kind of like, she's sort of done with the five years doing her show. Who are you talking about? Katie, Katie, Katie from brain burps about books. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, and so she's, you know, she's just kind of talked to me about that as well. And it, it's, it's challenging because they, those are things that she has built for a long time. You know, is there something else that, that, um, we can say, especially when the shows are good. Cause see, that's another thing when the shows are good and the shows are working for all intents and purposes, what can you just let it go? I mean, what 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 does that look like? Are any of you out there that are listening to us right now wanting to kind of quit quit your show <laughs> and try something and else? Do? And and what are the things that are keeping you back? Because I think this is a really great conversation to have. Uh, I don't think that you need to get to feel like you have to keep on putting out content if you're done. And it's it's funny. I also saw who else did I see? Aaron Smith. That mm-hmm. she just get got her hundred her hundredth episode. And and I didn't you know, and I was like, Yay, congratulations to you. And then what I thought was, I hope she keeps going. Because what happens is we get to that whatever that is, whatever we think is our biggest goal or like that that you see out there that as the biggest goal and you're like, Yes, I got to episode one hundred and then you disinflate. Then it's like, Oh well, I get a hundred, I did it. <laughs> you know, but but my problem might be something deeper because like yeah. I'm sitting here thinking about like my career in general and like how like, I wanted to, I wanted to do graphic design cause I didn't think anybody was doing it well. And then, um, people started wanting web design. So I started doing that and, and I was doing it at a time when a lot of people were just building their first websites and that was exciting. And then I got into social media and a lot of people weren't using it for business or didn't know how to use it for business. And that was exciting. And then the more people got on Facebook and started using it for business, the more I was like, okay, I don't want to teach people how to set up their profile anymore. I'm going to kill myself. I can't do this anymore because everyone is doing it. Everyone knows how to do it. If you don't have a Facebook profile by now, shame on you. And then um, I started doing you know, online business consulting just in general because having done social media and website, I felt like I could look at someone's business and know where they're faltering. Um, and then when I started podcasting and people started asking me, how do you do it and teach me how to do it? I started teaching people how to podcast. I'm wondering if I just sabotage myself right at the point where everyone starts doing the thing I'm doing, because I don't want to be a, in a sea of other people doing the same crap. And that's kind of how I feel about online entrepreneurism on some level. Like I don't want to be another business consultant in a sea of business consultants. I'll help people with their podcast because it's so new for everyone. But what happens when podcasting quadruples? am I going to do then? Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I wonder if I just keep doing that because it's something I've done for the past 10 years. I just move on to the latest thing because I don't like when my thing gets saturated and because I get bored. And so I try something and then other people climb on and then I teach them how to do the thing I tried. And then I go to the next thing. 
How many I, more things are there? Well, I, I know. We'll see. I, I wouldn't mind because I just like to talk. I, I think that it hasn't gotten to the space, at least for myself, that there are people, yes, right now there are people that are starting to do the podcasting thing a lot, but I feel that the medium itself is so rich. And again, I'm coming back to the whole body thing. There's a multi-layered approach to the things that I know and the things that I teach that I've seen just from observing because I never dove like you did to teach people to do this stuff. I'm sort of like the behind the scenes people. I like to kind of step back and watch. And so it's, it, it's really more about the story that you're telling and how to align with what you're doing. For me, immediately the voice comes into play all the time. And the minute you start to automa- automate uh, or systematize whatever it is that you're doing without knowing or being clear about what you want to be, then it all gets screwy. And then, you know, you, you kind of leave or you, you go away. For me, the podcasting thing, I feel it's going to continue because it's just going to get richer and deeper. And I, I'm, I can't see myself getting sick of it. I mean, I've been doing it now for 10 years. I know. <laughs> and I, I mean, keep talking about it. The other thing is that I didn't hop on teaching podcasting because it was the latest thing. I started doing it because I didn't think there were enough women doing it because all the classes were done by men. All the advice I was getting was male advice about, and they didn't have the same challenges. That's why I started teaching it is because I felt like there was, you know, that's not going to go away. Hopefully it's just that, I don't know. It's, it's, I'm talking mostly about lady business radio focus of it be the focus of it being women and entrepreneurism i feel is so oversaturated with um clones of one another and i don't know how to handle it on the like via my show do i only interview people that fascinate me do i only interview like the danielle laporte's and the um, marine folios or do i just close it and do the other thing i want to do do i keep everything the same brand like i don't know what to do i really don't know what to, i mean i'm closer to knowing what to do because i still want to do my solo show and i have a whole list of stuff that i want to talk about in the solo show which is going to be it's still going to be lady business radio i'm just going to call it like a different sector of it mm-hmm. um but what do i do with the what do i do with the business people who do i interview now Right. What I, do I do now? What do I do? It's hard. <laughs> it's hard. I would, uh, yeah, I, I would just keep on, if I'm not interested in talking with somebody, I just can't do it. Like that's one of the hardest things that I find, um, at least that I resist to is I resist, I resist being pitched. I resist that for myself. I am much more I am much more like fired up about discovery, some discovering somebody that's doing some great work instead of somebody telling me why they're great. Does that make sense? And so I keep getting like all I got, I'm getting all these emails and I just, I keep, I'm pitched for Elsie's yoga class and I'm wondering like why people do that all the time. They, because they, they pitch me all the time and this is the latest. And I, I, I was really close to emailing this person back. This is the, the pitch that I got. This is the headline. Tara Stiles wearing Reebok watches. Hi, Elsie. Just wanted to share that Tara Styles is a fan of Reebok watch collection. She's wearing spring summer 15. Lookbook is attached. And so there's a picture of Tara Styles and I don't know if you guys know Tara Styles is like a sort of like a super hipster, super like yoga superstar that doesn't call it yoga and she's got her own really it's called Strala and it's like she's really totally hipster. She's anti-establishment but she works at all these really fancy hotels and they pay her to teach classes and take over their Instagram shots. And, but it's like, she, I don't know. I mean, I follow Tara. I like to see what her her stuff is, but she's not like my thing. She's not my people. And why would I want to buy a Reebok? Because Tara Stiles wears it. What kind of a pitch is that? I know. And this is what makes me angry. So I don't know. I'm, I'm, I honestly really wanted to email this woman and be like, Hey, listen, (laughs) I don't care about Tara. And this is really not a good way for you to pitch her to me. Yeah. Do you even know what I do? And she's a media relations specialist. How do you know that? You don't even know who I am. You didn't do any research on me. <sighs> yeah. So, uh, so like, yeah. 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 So whatever. Tara stuff. So I'm just going through the people who have pitched me. Um, one of them, like that's, I'm just looking at them just to, just to give you an idea of why I'm so frustrated. Like, um, 
I'm the owner of X, Y, and Z. I'm known for speaking. I know you get to do what you love every day. You're also running a business. You're also juggling a family. I'd love to talk about that. Okay. And then the next person wrote, um, I have a lifestyle business. I can teach you how to, um, make money and do it in a fearless way. Well, there's something new. And then, um, the next person, uh, live your truth. Oh my God, kill me. And then the next person says, um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Truth. Yes, I get it. I get it. Um, and then, and then, you know, like what, why is any of that new? Why is any of it new? None of it is new. None of it is different. All of them are just looking to have exposure. And that's why I feel like, oh, and then I feel like, then I start to feel like the market I'm in is so desperate that they're pitching me as, oh, I don't know. I'm just being negative. See, this is what happened to me at New Media Expo too, right? Like, I think maybe I'm just being negative. I just, I just. Dude, you need a happy pill. (laughs) From me, <laughs> but when I interviewed, so I interviewed Galit, the woman who interviewed me about the Jew with the tattoo. Yeah, her her she wrote a book about social media and and how to um, navigate it with your kids. And she's a freelance writer, and that was so exciting. And I very rarely interview bloggers and freelance writers. And I didn't really even ask her like, how do you make money, or how do you get on? How did you get on Exo Jane? We really just talked about the subject that her book was about, but like. I don't know. Like, I don't know why that was so different, but I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what that was. So it was, and then I start wondering, like, am I going after the wrong people? Should I just interview my friends and the people that I know are cool? Maybe you or? Need, yeah. Maybe you need just like a reboot. Maybe instead of thinking of people, maybe what you should think about is a theme, maybe a theme, a conversation about something that's really irking you. Maybe something like this. Maybe what you're talking to me about and then get different point of views from people you know that you just want to, that you really feel wisdom, like, you know, that you really know have the wisdom to give you or that have something to say that you might need to hear. Uh, right. But that's the, I think the premise of the new show, the solo uh, show where once in a while you and I can come on and talk about like our, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you and I can come on and dish about this or that, or yeah, like yeah. it could either be that or me ranting. Like I wouldn't have to be like, so Elsie, tell me how you got into yoga. Teacher. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, totally. No, I get it. I totally get it. So um, that's why it's tough. And the other thing I'm struggling with is that I had came up with this brilliant idea where like the new part, the solo show would be bra- the Brawless edition. Uh-huh. And now I'm mad because MTV has like a Brawless YouTube channel. I'm so annoyed. Oh, yeah. We did like have that conversation. Yeah. And so I have to think of something. I feel like I have to think of something else, even though uh, I thought Brawless was so good because it was like, let it all hang out it would be like the tagline. <laughs> Oh my god, that's still that's still good. So if anybody has an idea there for that brawless part, because I gave her some, but we came up. It was you should have seen that conversation we were having. It kind of deteriorated into (laughs) into crazy ridiculous. Um, Yeah, I I have to look it up. But like, so so there's that too. Is that when you do want to make a change, sometimes it's just easier to keep doing what you're doing because you can't think of like what what do you want to, you know what I mean? Like, what do you want to do? And like, what do you want to call it? And isn't it rebranding? And isn't it just better to just flip and be done with it? And just keep on keeping on. Yeah. I mean, but you know what? All of our, I think most of us podcasters that have been doing this for a while have come to that. Um, I know that Cliff, I forgot what the name of his podcast used to be, but now it's called Pursuing the Balance, uh, Pursuing a Balanced Life. And before that, it was something else. I'm not quite sure exactly what it was. And he just realized that as he was doing that podcast, that it was not about the, the title no longer fit. It was something completely different. And then so he just changed the title, but he kept the show. I mean, it's the Who's same this? Cliff Ravenscraft. Oh, okay. It was the yeah. same. It's the same show that he started. It was more of like that, but it but it became something completely different, and he just totally changed the name, and he rebranded. I mean, new artwork and everything. He kept the same feed. It's just that he kept telling his his people, "This is what it's going to be about now." Just completely changed it. And well, let's go ahead. Yeah, the, but he continued on that, and he has a hashtag for for that, and people follow him on that, and and that's it. So David Seitman Garland had this show called The Rise to the Top for years. I mean, it was like, same with me. It was like two years and it was interviews with, um, entrepreneurs 
And then, and I, and I took some of his coaching, pretty awesome interviews just before I did Lady Business Radio. And, you know, for the most part, a lot of his coaching was about how you really need to make a product in order to make any money doing, um, doing podcasting. You have to sell your audience something. And I was like, oh, I was kind of hoping he would teach me how to have like sponsors and shit, not how to keep doing the same crap I'm already doing. But anyway, so, um, <laughs> so anyway, so I'm looking like, for his show now and it's funny the rise to the top the interviews are gone the only thing that's there now is 25 episodes of him giving you business advice like how to do email marketing how to do facebook how to do a product how to do traffic then when you go to his website um i i mean i see he still has blog and video nope no more interviews at all the thing that made him famous is completely gone and now he has training called create an awesome course how to build your list it's the same shit as everything else and i just am like well did he i mean i i I mean we're friends on facebook so i could ask him but i think it was because the podcast itself wasn't making money this was his way to make money and he just fell into the online entrepreneurial trap of well if this is how i'm going to make money but so so now he was famous for this great podcast and now he just teaches people how to sell digital products and programs online like everybody else. Where are all those great interviews? What oh, happened? Oh, gosh. I don't know. That's, I don't know what to tell you. And, and, and you know, you, maybe that's what – it depends on what your dream is, though. I mean, maybe that really – I mean, if his bottom line is to be able to have make a sustainable business and this is this is what sells and this is what is making money and he's okay doing that and he has, you know, the training to do that and that's what makes him happy, then – then good for him. It's just that I think that there's some of us that don't want to do that. And I just think like, what a weird way to pod fade to take off the one feed and add a completely different feed so that you can try and be known for something else. Hmm. That's so weird to me. Like, yeah, that see, that would be a really great conversation to have. Like, what was the thought process behind that? Did that work yeah. for you? Or was it just something like super exactly. hard? Because I know, and because it does become a challenge, a challenge to be able to do this. I mean, in all honesty, I don't know how John Lee Dumas is 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 able to sustain. I mean, how many years have he has he been doing it? I am. I mean, Couple. honestly, hats off to the man to be able to do it over and over and over and over and over and over and over again because that's a lot. That's a lot of content, and especially it's if a you, formula. It's the same questions, well, moving the answers along, being positive, and he does it just on Fridays. Yeah, well, look that's, what other other he has. First of all, the guy has nine podcasts, so that's how he's able to do. He does stuff about webinars. He does stuff about podcasting. He does way more stuff than just that show. That's how right. he's able to sustain it because it's That's not true. the only thing he does. And he's doing other things Probably that are making get, him. He's getting the space to be able to money. do other stuff. Yeah. yeah, and then so he does have the margin to be able to have that space. And you know what? You know, speaking of the our conversation we had in the last episode of NMX and NAB, I think the highlight of my show was having a conversation with Cliff Ravenscraft, the podcast man, answer man. Amen. He just came and he chatted with me. He just came and he's and he literally just sat at the booth and he's like, "I just want to talk with Elsie." And I just went and I chatted with him for like we twenty twenty five minutes. And he was a breath of fresh air. That man is doing exactly what he wants to do the way he wants to do it. And everything else be, be damned. <laughs> he would never say that. But, uh, but, but, you know, he's, and he's like, I'm so glad I gave this up. I'm so glad I gave this up. I'm so glad I gave this up. Now I'm only doing, I think the only thing he really is focusing on is, uh, the podcast answer man, his show and uh, podcasting A to Z, which is another course about podcasting. And it's a really small course. Like it's not, he doesn't try to sell something big. It's like 20 people, I think, or something like that. Every, I don't know how often, two, three times a week, uh, a year. And then, um, he's just, he's, he's like, I'm focused on, on, on losing weight and I'm happy. And I'm happy. I feel lighter. I feel grounded. I have so much more space. I can spend time with my family. I'm happy. And he looked it. He was shining. <laughs> yes. He was the glowiest glowworm you yes, ever exactly. saw. He truly <laughs> the was. Glowiest glowworm. Then hats off to you. Brother, yeah. So you then like, fantastic. and so I'm like, oh, and he goes, so what are you doing? He was so interested in what I was doing. He's like, okay, because I have a lot of women that I need to send your way, you know, and just oh. a doll face, uh, just a doll face. And so I, I just, to me, that was worth going over there just to be able to sit yes. and chat with the man. But this is what I'm saying. I think I passed him within two seconds. Uh-huh. 
in in the olden days of the year before, I would have had major access to him in the hallway. There's You're one right. hallway right. with yeah. seven with seven um, breakout rooms, and then a main room with like 20 vendors. Like I would have had all kinds of clip rate. Last year, I got to hug Lewis Howes at least three times. I got to Boom. talk to John Lee Dumas on the way to the bathroom. I hung out with Chris Brogan, and I ran into Mike Stelzner while talking to Andrea Vall. Like those are people that I've been following on social media since the year. Alpha, right? So, like, I mean, I, I couldn't see any. First of all, a lot of those people weren't there this year. But also, like, Cliff, like I said, shipping the night. Some people didn't recognize me, I think, which is kind of a problem because I'm, like, 30 pounds lighter and I have short hair. Apparently, I'm incognito. Just in, and I've known this. I know this only because in the last week that I've been home, I've run into two different people who had to squint at me before they realized who I was. Oh. And actually, at, at New Media Expo, I heard people go, oh, Jessica, I recognize you by your voice, not my face. And, and that's not, I mean, yes, that's because I podcast, but it's also because I look completely different than I used to look. You did. And so, like, yeah. whereas Cliff is just the same, just smaller. Right. <laughs> I just, look, you know, I look totally different. And so, and so it could have been that, but I think it's also that I didn't feel like I had access to those people because I couldn't, fu- you know, if you're looking down at your phone for two seconds, you will miss everybody. Yeah. I remember when I was looking for your session, I got, I was completely lost, you know, and, yes. and I was running around trying to find it. And at that moment I did see in the center of the room, whatever that, you know, wherever you were, the pavilion thing in the middle of that pavilion, there were some couches. And then I glanced and I saw, it was, Pat Flynn was sitting there for a second and I'm like, Oh, that's someone that I, that I recognize. But at that moment I was running from one place to the next. So, but that I didn't, I did not see anyone. Uh, like I didn't bump into it. Like you said, I did not bump into anyone at all whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Whereas in, in yeah. the other one, I did see people in the halls a lot. I saw people, but then I also, I never went to any parties, but then at the same time I heard they weren't that good. So I'm not quite sure if I missed anything. Yeah, so. that part's not important. But the point, the point is that like, yeah, I would love to, why were we talking about this? In the I we're don't know. Pod fading. Oh, pod fading. Cliff, because we're talking Jeez. about pod fading. Yes. So the point is like David Simon Grant, like, was that pod fade successful? It sort of felt it now, right now it feels a little bit like a bait and switch. Cause I can't even go on there and find the goddamn, things that I want to find. Whereas here, wait, eventual millionaire, Jamie Tardy, she's only got the most recent 20 on there, which is probably smart, actually. But she does like twice a week, it looks like. No, it's once a week. She does one once a week, eventual millionaire. But she's been doing it for a really long time too, right? Since 2013. Okay, so just as long as me, maybe a little longer. Um, I don't know. The answer is I don't know. The like, answer I, is I we need to have more conversations and and more feedback from you guys to let us know, um, please, because that would be really, really awesome for, for you guys just to share your voices because this is, I, I have a feeling this, con- this is the kind of conversation that's going to be happening a lot um, mm-hmm. more because people are going to be, you know, the podcasters that started around 2011, 12, 13, right around that part are going to be coming to like ahead coming soon here and questions are going to be asked. And I feel that this could be a really great resource to continue the conversation and see, you know, how did, have you relaunched? Have you rebranded? Have you redone another podcast? Have you just quit completely because it's not your thing? Because for me, I I find that I can continue. Like I'll continue getting behind the mic no matter what happens, because this is, again, this is my medium, but at the same time, uh, what does it look like when it morphs? And, and that's one thing that I really love about she podcast, Jess, because the name itself is very mm-hmm. it's very general it can be yeah. yeah we're talking about women podcasters she podcasts but also we are also women that are podcasting and we can just talk about anything you know True. what i mean so I, that i like that double so entendre if we ever need to morph into talking about being straight white mommy <laughs> we can <laughs> just kidding Whoever but, got their panties in a bunch about that gotcha bazinga <laughs> No, but that's what I'm saying. Okay. It's like that we can, we can, <laughs> we can explore the content of she podcasts and we can, ex- we can make the meaning of this, of this podcast morph with what we want to talk about as opposed to it's only about women podcasting. It can be, but it can also right. be about so much more. Right. So um, anyway, so that's kind of what I'm going for. But also Elsie, I'm, I'm, I need to get off the, I think the women entrepreneurial train. Uh, and, and this is why, um, yesterday in our mastermind call, we were talking about other streams and sources of income. I'm really focusing on that. And, and some of it, 
again, I don't know if it's because I have a baby and put things into perspective or because I have a baby and now need something a little more stable, but either way, I just don't want to be another coach in a sea of coaches. I want to find something that I can enjoy doing from home when I can get paid to do it, have it be somewhat passive, somewhat active. Um, and you know, whatever. And, and I know you and I are working on like small projects and then we have, um, workshops that we're doing for women podcasters. But then also I, uh, you know, I, I've said this before doing speaking and voiceover, something that will last regardless of what the internet does or doesn't do as far as solo and entrepreneurs. Like I can go speak about my strife anywhere, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Anybody lo- wants to hear me complain. <laughs> they're yes. lining up actually. I'll they're lining up. They're trying to get you, baby. Trying to get today's you. Today's the daily kvetch. And so that, that's Yiddish for complain. Um, well, I didn't know if you knew that. You're what do, I, do you know the word kvetch? Yes, I do. Well, we have to remember that I waited tables for 10 years in Hollywood, oh, yeah. my love, in Hollywood, <laughs> which is like it closed, the entire city thing. closes down doing Jewish, oh, Jewish holidays. I could not understand that. It was, I was like, what, why is nobody here? And they were like, oh, it's Passover or, oh, it's, you know, whatever the, the, the right around Christmas time, it was crazy because Christmas was really no biggie. It was just everything else that went around Christmas or Easter. That was like the thing that shut the entire town down that and the Oscars, which is the other religion. But, um, yeah, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) but yeah, Jews, they're in Hollywood. That's for sure. Um, yeah. Well, anyway, thank you guys for listening. I know I still haven't, it sounds like I still haven't made a decision, but for now the decision is stop the intake of pitches, pitch the people that I want, only set up those interviews and then really, and like take all the Jess files out of the lady business and do lady business radio, the braless edition, unless I can come up with a better name and, um, funnel those all into there and then keep ranting about both business and Facebook and parenting and my husband and every, everything else that I want to talk about. Yes. And l- lately there's a lot. So well, good. If you have any advice for Miss Jessica, send it over. We're open. <laughs> We're yeah. open to receive. So Let's you can do it. you can email over at uh, feedback at shepodcast dot com, or you can send us some speak pipe, speak pipe love, speakpipe dot com slash shepodcasts, and we will share your voice because we're constantly looking for that. Uh, we also have podcasting school for women coming up. Uh, so please, uh, if you're interested, podcasting school list. for women, get on the list dot com. Elsie and I are doing it together, and it's. Super project catalytic. Oh my gosh, we have so much incredible content, guys, that yes. is going to be in there. You know, all those questions that you have of like, how do I record this using this? How how do I upload it? And where what microphone? And where's the? Yeah, it's all in there. Yeah. So you don't have to. You know, you don't just go in there. It'll always be there. So yes. um, We're super good. Excited. So we'll save you some time. Yeah. And then if you're if you're not in the group, shepodcast.com forward slash group. Yes, come and chat right? with us. Yes. Yeah. Shepodcast.com slash group. Sorry, I totally just cut you off. Sorry. All right, yo, yo. So, um, yeah. So send us feedback and we will talk with you guys next week. Yay. Bye. I love you. I got me it. Remember, if you want to do podcasting your way, do it upright and head on over to podcastingschoolforwomen.com. Changing the world. One episode at a time.